Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that'll slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's March, I'm doing not so marvellous March, which is my look at Marvel movies that didn't quite work, which includes Daredevil, Ghost Rider, and Tony's movie X-Men Origins Wolverine. After the misfire that was X-Men 3, out comes an idea to milk, oh sorry, save the franchise. Uh, to have movies explaining uh, the X-Men and their powers, or to put it another way, their origin stories. In this, it was supposed to be Magneto, Storm, Professor X and Wolverine. So, Marvel spouted out their biggest at the time, fan favourite superhero Wolverine. Even though his story was pretty much told throughout the fucking X-Men movies, but never mind that one, it was a money-making opportunity. However, this movie failed, and other ideas were reworked into X-Men First Class. So, style that hair, spark up that stogie, dig out your leather biker jacket, and here it is! X-Men Origins Wolverine. With its $150 million budget, this thing pulled in $373 million. Starring Hugh Jackman, Leif Schreiber, Danny Houston, Lynn Collins, Kevin Durant, Ryan Reynolds, Taylor Kitsch, William Adams, and Dominic Mahanigan. Mahanigan, what's his fucking name? That old dude from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> anyway, written by Gavin Hood. Other plot, two mutant brothers, born over 200 years ago, have a love-hate relationship. Their thrust into wars from America's Civil War to World War II. Tired of hating the younger brother, Jimmy Wolverine Logan, wants out and settles in Canada with the love of his life. His past, however, comes back to haunt him as she is killed by older Vic- brother, Victor Sabretooth Creed. So Logan demands revenge and is up to get a metal skeleton put onto his body. Hence, the Wolverine is born. Thing is, is his old colonel really trustworthy? What exactly is Weapon X? Can Wolverine stop him? And how does this tie in with X-Men? Let's find out here. So the movie opens up in the Northwest Territories of Canada in 1845 on a sickly little boy, James Logan, played by Troy Savane. As his older brother slash slave, hmm. Victor Creed, played by Michael James Olsen, sharpens his nails a mocking little boy for being sick constantly. So taking a page out of Superman's book then. Hmm. Get in. In walks master of the house, John Howlett, played by Peter O'Brien, to give his son, quote, a medicine, as Victor looks on with a jealous rage. Victor's father drunkenly thunders down the door, so John goes up to stop him. Thomas Logan played by Aaron Jeffrey, shoots John dead, so James sees this and out pops his teeny tiny little bone claws for the first time. He then runs at Thomas in a berserker rage and kills him. Here he finds out Thomas Logan is actually his real dad all along. Two minutes in and I completely lost. If Thomas Logan had an affair with James's mother, Elizabeth Howitt, played by Alice Parkinson, and if Thomas Logan is Victor Creed's father, then where the hell did Victor get Creed from? Hmm. 
Also, the mother looks on with complete shock and surprise that her son has these bone claws. So does she not know he's a mutant then? Moving the fuck right on. In dramatic fashion, out runs James and Victor into a storm. And they don't stop running for the next 100 years. James Logan grew up to be become Hugh Jackman, and Victor grew up to become Leave Shriver. They run through every single war from American Civil War, even though they're both Canadian, uh, to World War II into Vietnam, where Logan has had enough. In this opening montage, we see Logan's berserker rage and Victor's animal run slash bloodlust even. I'm not going to lie here, the opening credits are the best thing of this bloody well movie. And that's saying much. It all comes to a head in Vietnam, 1973. As Victor's bloodlust gets the better of him, he kills his platoon as one tries to stop him from raping a little girl. Really, Marvel? That is very dark for Marvel movies, isn't it? Logan then tries to put a stop to Victor's rage. However, both are put in front of a firing line for treason. And he will meet Colonel Stryker, played by Danny Houston. Wow, so he went from Danny Houston to Brian Cox in 20 years. <laughs> Ouch. And note, Brian Cox actually asked for the role, but he was rejected for a much younger actor. Again. Ouch. He offers both a chance to join him and his mutant squad to, quote, serve and protect our country. And by the way, here we get a good look at Victor's nails, which looks like he's wearing 10 pairs of false press-on nails all glued on top of each other. Plus, Logan's bone claws look absolutely fucking ridiculous. Cut to a private plane on Bodweet Striker's mutant squad. John Rath, played by Wyam. He can teleport at will. Fred the Blob Dukes, played by Kevin Durant. He can stop and absorb absolutely anybody's energy or any anything energy or whatever. And Chris Bradley, played by Dominic Mohanigan. Uh, he can control electricity. And not forgetting everybody's favourite merc with a mouth, Wade Wilson, a.k.a. Deadpool, played by Ryan Reynolds, a master swordsman, crack shot and quip expert. Plus, he is completely unkillable. And finally... Bring up the rear is Agent Zero, played by Daniel Henney. Crack sniper shot who can control bullets. Kidding. And note, well, I am wanted to be cast as Nightcrawler, but that role was already taken by Alan Cummings, so this role was made up for him especially. Landing at Nigeria, the squad take down a warlord's compound to steal a small chunk of meteorite. Uh, during this, Agent Zero. Shows off his gun skills and wire foo work. Bolt, uh, who is... Um, the hell's his name again? Chris Bradley. Uses his electrical powers to, I don't know, kill the power to the building. However, he had then has to use his powers to control the elevator because the crime ward stops the elevator, la la la. Deadpool then shows off his swordsmanship by slicing and deflecting bullets in midair as Raph teleports around. Yawn! Although the Deadpool thing in Deadpool 2 is funny when it doesn't work because that's called humour. This movie is lacking. Cut to a village as Stryker holds the chief at gunpoint asking where the meteorite came from and indeed where it landed. Victor then kills everybody but Logan tries to stop him and he just quits and walks off. 
Fast forward six years to the Canadian Rocky Mountains, as Logan is now a lumberjack with a wife slash girlfriend because he doesn't care. Because I'm a lumberjack and I don't care. Da, 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 da. Whatever. She is Carla Silver Fox, played by Lynn Collins, who seems she can control Logan's nightmares and indeed him by soothing the savage beast, I'm guessing. <laughs> He's happy chopping the wood all day, all day rather, as she's a teacher. Cut to Ohio at a fairground, where we see Bolt is now a drunk carney, con people out of money by making a light bulb shine. Wow, that's a great news of your powers, aren't we? Victor shows up to kill him. Cut to Canada, and somehow Logan felt that. Next day, Zero and Striker visit Logan to tell him Victor has gone rogue, killing all his old squad members. Logan then drives off to pick up Carla from school, so Shriker gets Victor to kill her. Not before, while driving home, Logan gets in a fight with a lumberjack until Carla controls both men, calming them by her touch. Hello, mutant power. Why can't Logan see this or indeed fucking sense this, the idiot? Driving home later at night, Carla tells Logan a bedtime story of the moon being lonely due to her lover, a cosmic werewolf, being... Um, away due to Loki tricking him into becoming human to go down to Earth to pick flowers, hence Wolverine. So what? Next day, Victor <laughs> kills Carla. Revenge is in order. Uh, thing is, she obviously is not dead and the blood is obviously fake, yet Logan can't tell that because this movie's fucking terrible. Cut to Victor in a bar. And this is on Logan versus Victor round one. Unfortunately, Victor kicks Logan's ass with ease. I guess the berserker rage is not much for bloodlust and that ridiculous animal charge Victor does. I swear to God, it looks like Pinocchio with his fucking strings cut. After throwing Logan about, Victor breaks his bone claws. And note, a contraband scenes, Jackman and Leif Shriver did all these own stunts and did all their own fight scenes, well, 85% of anyway. Cut to an ER room where Logan wakes up, pissed off, and here Stryker offers him to give Logan metal claws to take down Victor once and for all to chop his head off. Cut to Logan, strapped to a table in a water tank uh, with drill markings over his body as he has adamantium injected into his bones, much like in X-Men 2, he goes into a rage and runs for it. And note, Jackman went underwater for two days in total. So, now escaped and completely naked, Logan leaps from a waterfall straight into the waters below, even though Alkaline Lake has no waterfall in X-Men 2, but moving the fuck right on, because continuity be damned, this movie needs to be made. He then finds his way to Heather and Travis Hudson's farm, played by Julia Blake and Max Coven. And note, these are Guardian and Vindicator, which are part of the Canadian superhero group Alpha Flight. I guess that's why they don't blink an eye when they see a naked 6 feet 2 man with metal claws coming out of his hands then. After getting cleaned up in their toilet and getting dressed, he also the ridiculous comedy bit of him slicing the bathroom to fuck because he doesn't know how to use claws, even though he had claws all his bloody life. Uh, and I'm not even going to mention these Looney Tunes style fucking metal claws. 
Uh, Logan is then given a meal and then a leather jacket and a motorbike. Agent Zero shows up and kills Heather. And then Travis, so Logan takes down his helicopter using his claws and then walks away from the helicopter as it explodes when he drags his claws into the gravel and sparks light the petrol. In his base, Colonel Stryker is given a gun with five adamantium bullets and he's told these bullets are the only thing that can stop Logan. Cut to upstate New York and a Dutch Introduction to Scott Summers, a.k.a. Cyclops, played by Tim Pocock. He gets in trouble from his teacher for wearing sunglasses indoors, but I guess this is before first class then? Moving the fuck right on, because continuity be damned. Meanwhile, Logan heads to Vegas to track down the rest of his squad. He finds Wrath, now calling herself Spectre, surrounded by snakes, Karen. Uh, the two reconnect as Logan tells them about Victor. Also, Raph tells Logan Stryker was running up mutants so he can create the ultimate weapon. Weapon X. Uh, Raph then shows Logan Duke, who is now a blob, weighing a full metric ton. Move aside, fat bastard. And note, Kevin Dunn had to wear a full body, body fat suit that had his own water cooling system built in because it was so fucking warm and so heavy. It took him six months to get used to wearing this thing and moving around doing this fight scene. So Logan faces off Blob in a boxing ring due to Blob thinking he called him Blob and not Bub. Blob first kicks his ass until Logan pulls out his claws and threatens to cut his head off. As back to the high school in New York, Victor kidnaps Cyclops with relative ease. Surprise! Victor is working for a striker all along. Shock to fucking no one. Thing is, if Stryker is only human, then why are these mutants following his commands? Also, why didn't Carlin use her powers on him? Hmm. In a boxing ring, Blob tells Logan Victor is taking so it is working with Stryker on an island, Three Mile Island. Cut to New Orleans as Logan hunts down an escaped prisoner from Stryker's Three Mile Island prison. And an introduction to Remy Lebu, a.k.a. Gambit, played by Taylor Kitsch. His power is Luck plus Psychic Blast, which you can channel into playing cards. Okay. As Logan plays poker with Gambit, Spectre takes on Victor, who kills him easily. Just after Victor killed Spectre, Gambit sends Logan through a wall using his Psychic Blast power cards. It is on! Logan v Victor, round two! Just as Logan was about to cut Victor's head off, Gambit uses his bow staff to literally helicopter down from rooftop to stop this. Why? Also, how in the fuck did he get from the ground to the rooftop in about 30 seconds flat? And by this helicopter bit is utterly fucking ridiculous as he spins his bow staff to control his fucking descent down the hell. Gambit then takes on Logan as Victor runs for it. Again, why? If Gambit hates Stryker, then why let Victor run for it? Cue some terrible CGI shot, 100. As Gambit climbs a fire escape, so Logan uses his claws to cut it down. Why? And this CGI is fucking beyond ridiculous. Now, just like that, Gambit is Team Logan. Cut to Three Mile Island as Stryker has his son in an ice cube. At least he kept part of fucking canon continuity then for crying out loud. 
Striker then kills a general after he pulls the plug and has a peek at Weapon X. Gambit and his piece of shit small plane takes Logan to Three Mile Island, the nuclear power plant which had a meltdown in March 1979. So this is post-1979 then. Okay then, and by the way, nice work there Marvel, having an almost nuclear disaster be a laugh for your shitty ass movie. Now on island, Logan frees all the mutants, kids, including Cyclops, Toad, Emma Frost, and it's supposed to be Quicksilver, the boy with the silver hair. Not before, Stryker shows off Deadpool, aka Weapon X, and, surprise surprise, Carla is dead! She's working for Stryker all along because he has kidnapped her, sh- her sister. Shock fucking horror to no one. Again, why didn't she use her powers on Stryker or a male Human guard to free her fucking sister? Continuity, be bloody well damned. Cue a flashback to her fake death as Victor pours fake blood all over her. So Logan couldn't smell the blood was fake. Fuck right off, movie. Logan walks off in disgust and so was I about to. So Carla, Carla even, asks Stryker for him to let her sister go. He refuses, so Victor comes out of the shadows and forces him. Then he demands Stryker give him the same powers that Logan has, i.e. the adamantium skeleton. He then refuses, so Victor tries to kill Carla. Logan hears her screams and runs in to save her. It's Logan versus Victor. Round three. Fight. The two smash up the lab. Carla stops Logan from killing Victor by saying... You're not an animal, but of course he is. Carla then begs Logan to help her free her sister. So Shaker activates Deadpool, aka Weapon X, as Logan frees the mutants. Now free, Logan leads the kids out until Weapon X blocks their path. If only Deadpool showed up to kill this Deadpool, then I wouldn't have to continue this shitty ass fucking movie. I could turn back to if I could find... whatever. Note, this is not Ryan Reynolds, but Scott Adkins playing Weapon X, i.e. Deadpool, with Reynolds' face CGI'd over his, because Ryan was busy doing something else. The kids escape after Cyclops' eye blast taking out the guards, as Carlos stays back to help Logan, so she tells her sister to run for it, as... Sabretooth has actually stabbed her in the guts anyway, so she's dying. Meanwhile, outside, Logan has scaled a killing tower, so in his lab behind a little keyboard, Shaker types in commands uh, to Deadpool, and this is fucking beyond lame. Victor then sees this and helps out Logan to take on Deadpool slash Weapon X, because nobody kills you but me, Bob. Who wrote this fucking script? With Weapon X to Porting all over the place, Victor and Logan fight back to back to take down Weapon X. Logan stabs Weapon X through the guts, I believe, as Victor holds him by the throat and almost rips his head off. So he teleports across the other side of the tower and then fires optic blasts at Logan, which he uses his claws to block it. Meanwhile, Victor, animal, charges around, trying to cut off Weapon X's head. He fails and takes a full blast from Weapon X. So Logan sits behind him, cutting his head off, which spin falls all the way down, cutting through the cooling tower with relative ease. So now you know how Three Mile Island happened, folks. Really, Marvel? Are you going to take a nuclear disaster? Uh, wherever. 
The kids get out, led by Cyclops, straight into Professor X's waiting arms. Yes, played by Sir Patrick Stewart in Piss Poor CJ Effect, shot 1000. He's made to look much, much younger, except he's standing. If this is 1979, he should be in a wheelchair. If in X-Men 3, in 1974, he picked up little girl Jean Grey, he was in a wheelchair, so he should be in a wheelchair in 1970-fucking-nine. Plus, he's using his powers so that he's not using the drugs as shown in first class, so fuck off for that excuse. Shrika loads up his gun with the special adamantium bullets as Logan and Victor call an uneasy truce on top of the crumbling cooling tower. It falls to pieces, so both jump down. However, no superhero landing for Logan as he lands a back first. Luckily for him, Gambit saves him from a falling piece of concrete. Carver, half dead, crawls out of the ruins just as Stryker shoots Logan twice in the back and twice in the head, putting him down but not killing him, just fucking up his memories. Carver then puts a suggestion into Stryker head to walk until his feet bleed and then walk a hundred miles more. Uh, shouldn't she just blow his head off? I mean, uh, she then dies. Gambit takes Logan off island. So 20 years later, when Rogue finds him, uh, he looks much, much younger and has no memory. Also, Sabretooth is then taller and much, much hairier. As credits roll. Onto a scene of Weapon X, with his eyes open, not to worry, Ryan, Deadpool will work just not for another seven bloody well years. So that was X-Men Origins of Wolverine. What a way to kick off not-so-marvellous March. A truly awful all-round movie. Terrible CGI, laughable acting, awful, awful writing. And I wonder this derailed X-Men fucking franchise for years. Plus, it fucks up with canon, so for that, it gets a 1 out of 10. The only thing that saves this is bloody Hugh Bloody Well Jackman and Lee Shriver's hammy-as-fuck acting. Still, come back next week as I look at Daredevil, starring Ben Affleck, then Nicolas Cage in Ghost Rider. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod, and email me the suggestions to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other superhero franchise podcasts of Superman, Captain America, Batman, Iron Man and more. Also my solo podcast of Blade, Catwoman, Elytra, Supergirl and many, many more. Hey, bye. And remember, I watched these bad movies so you don't have to. You don't have to take an adamantium bullet to the memory. Put this piece of shit out. Mm-hmm.